This final NFL prediction is edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. We're also brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. What was the name of that bar? Howl at the Moon near near oh, Opus. Yeah, sounded Dueling like pianos. sounded like a dog howling at the <laughs> moon. D a w g d a or d o g. I'm not sure which kind. D O G. Here we are. Uh, our final NFL season predictions, Ryan. Obviously, we have done 32 NFL team previews, eight division previews. Not, nice little feisty NFC East uh, division preview podcast. Was it we feisty? just dropped. I, I, I was chippy in a good way. It was like a, it was a joint practice where uh, they starters were getting some reps. I, there were a couple guys getting out in the field, some ones exchanging blows, going mano a mano, calling out my boy Jalen Carter. I was bouncing back. Some Goddard versus Waller talk. It's feisty. Our, it's that time of year, man. I'm just chomping at the bit. I cannot wait until we actually have some games to include in the handicap. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. I I I I will say this with the the hamster wheel never stopping. And like I said, I, it, it wasn't that much different than last year, but for some reason it felt different this year. Maybe we did get started a little bit earlier, but yeah, I mean the off season take machine does, no days off. It does get re- Here's where it gets redundant, right? We, we, we make sure to cover every market through the summer. And I yep. think next year we'll do a better job to do more NFL, less other stuff. Cause there's more markets than ever now. Yeah, no, I mean, j- and, but I, here's where it got repetitive. It was like, we did all this stuff and then we had, we had to come back to it and see all of these sick ass CL like CLV <laughs> we already have in our pocket. And now we got to talk about it again, but we still like the bet. Yeah. And it's like, felt like a guy, I, I, you ever seen that video? Of the it's like a big fat guy going down a slip and slide, and there's like five kids at the end, and he's you see it's going in slow motion, and uh, he's absolutely going to take the kids out, but he you never see him take the kids out. It's just this slow moving thing. That's what I feel like with our CLV. It's like mm. you know these bets are going to come down. You know we're going to keep talking about it. So maybe the the note for the podcast folks checking back in. Maybe it's check in over the summer. Get Maybe to, get to those team previews early because again, uh, that's where some of these great markets are making bacon. Saying uh, I'm still going through all your team prediction episodes. Nice. So much great content, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. We'd love the feedback too. Slide, slide into the DMs. L- let us know how you like hey. the offseason shows. This yeah, show. we're always we're always breaking down the game film. Always trying to give you guys the best product. Speaking of a great product, DraftKings. I mean, Ryan just mentioned all the amazing markets they have. These division specials are ripe. They're just like a juicy piece of fruit ripe for the picking. Of course, college football is here. Week one, Colby and I started off on an amazing heater uh, with our college football picks week one, seven and oh start. Can you believe it? So good. Uh, it's just that time of year. I mean, uh, it, it's just awesome. So much football, great college football slate Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Get in, use that promo code SGP over on DraftKings. 
You know, DraftKings in the copy said tout as much as humanly possible, right? They said if you go set, you know, they didn't even include that because nor- normally the hosts, the DraftKings, they don't go seven and zero. Oh. So DraftKings may be canceling us. So they're giving out too many winners. Promo code SGP. Bet five dollars on college football. Get two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. I mean the the adjusted uh, the win total slider that DraftKings has is awesome. There is just if you haven't signed up yet and claim that, but and also claiming bonus. If we want to talk like true sharps, Ryan. Uh, a massive plus EV opportunity is getting that bonus. Uh, well, I mean, free money. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't want free money? And speaking of free money, our college football bankroll challenge—it is on. It is uh, game on. You have until the end of week one to get in there, completely free. You start out with ten thousand credits. You know, get down on whatever college football you want each week. Build that bankroll. I think I already got a couple winners. And I actually have uh, just kind of it was a thought exercise. I I, like sometimes with the kids, I like to associate like an acronym with something Mm. different so they remember. But when you are in there uh, and and you're getting that bonus, what we always like to recommend, you know, if you're gonna get a bonus, let's put it to work the way Scott Reichel would. So I I like to think instead of SGP Sports Gambling Podcast or SGP Same Game Parlay. Scott gets paid. If you always <laughs> apply that to your bonus, yes, Scott is great at uh, taking the free bonus bets and <laughs> putting some insane uh, parlays together. That's to actually cash a out. good podcast idea. Oh yeah, Scott, Scott gets paid. Well, it's just a mailbag every week where Scott <laughs> is craft. Uh, you tell Scott about yourself, and he crafts a personal parlay for you. I love that. I love that. That's <laughs> an awesome idea. Hey, I uh, like the smell of lumber. <laughs> Sound like he's making a candle. Right, we get a first period uh, puck line for you, sir. The uh, bankroll challenge, <laughs> sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bankroll. Uh, $1,000 for first, $500 for second, but it doubles if you are a Patreon for our football season. And the Patreon support has been awesome. You guys are doing your por- part to take down corporate gambling one winner at a time. Ryan, let's take down corporate gambling. Oh. Feel really good about all the uh, NFL futures we locked in. We're going to walk through our bracket, AKA like the final final season predictions, and then give out our five favorite, our locks of the win totals. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and the, and the final awards bet as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's uh, I, I was, uh, I was about to make a napalm joke and mm. I, I decided, oh, uh, you, you tell people one, one person at a time, but in reality, with the help that they've given us allows us to use napalm. Oh, yeah. You guys are, you guys are loading Earmuffs, up our draft Kings. <laughs> you guys are loading up our flamethrowers, not only to give great content, but uh, you know, put in the yeah. time, get right. these things going. All right. So uh, you, you nailed it. Uh, mostly uh, we are going to do the wind total locks first so, because oh, that's what okay. the screen says we're going to do. And the YouTube people, the chat would be very upset if we I didn't even. We have our own rundown. I didn't even look at it. I know, that was excellent. All right, so win total locks. I I figured. Look, we gave out thirty-two win totals this year, obviously, because there's thirty-two teams. Any leans from me, you or me this year? No. Not only that, (laughs) something new to this season. We actually held ourselves accountable, unlike every other show ever. No, I've I, never seen another show do this. Actually, I just listened to another show, oh. and uh, they were doing their win totals podcast. I enjoy it. I listen yep. to it, but there was a uh, not no bulk moment by one of the hosts. Oh no! When they say, "Yeah, you got to make sure all the wins add up to what two fifty two. Oh no! And then I go, "Am I? Fu- I'm not crazy. No. I know ball. It's two seventy two. You can't call yourselves a sports gambling show." Without knowing the exact number of games played in the NFL season, that's <laughs> that's that's rank amateur bullshit. How do you tell tell me you just got into sports gambling without telling me telling me? You <laughs> and what's just got your into journey sports into gambling? sports gambling? Uh, look, so what we did was in the team previews we freestyled it because that's what we do. We then reviewed during the division previews and we balanced out the wins. So we have a couple. We obviously adjusted a couple teams, but our final before we give out these win yes. total locks, our final predictions. For all 32 teams, win loss predictions add up to for you, Sean, 272 and 272. For me, 272 and 272. Find me another podcast or show that held themselves accountable in this way. 
and uh, we'll find a way to get you uh, hooked up because yeah. there's not one out there. All the bets we made in the preseason uh, are on the sheet there. Oh. Obviously, you can go back listen to the podcast, the videos on YouTube. Ryan Wax to Face in the YouTube chat says need an <laughs> need an I don't I have no idea what that means. Need an insane eight leg plus fifty thousand odds division winner parlay. Ryan, we we of course what's that five thousand one? Yeah, we of course pioneered crazy division parlays yeah. where we broke the bank uh, metaphorically. We didn't win the bet, but uh, where we got the uh, what was it you tweeted out? It so, was it was a Houston Texans Pittsburgh Steelers yes. division winner parlay. We so we, <laughs> we plan, threw a thousand dollars on it this whole to win three hundred and forty. No, it was, it was four hundred. It was a hundred. It was a thousand dollars to win a uh, four hundred thousand dollars. John, it was yeah. forty to one. I mean, I'll be honest. In that first half, when the Texans are dominating, I'm thinking about the speedboat. I'm going to be getting. We, we were. I I will say it was probably a moment that we would both like to have back. We were both mentally celebrating hitting a four hundred thousand dollar parlay <laughs> uh, halfway into the Texans, kind of looking good against a team in the Colts that can't. Fucking find their ass. Ended up tying. On, on and we, and we really had a come to Jesus moment. We're like, <laughs> and I was. Well, if they didn't win that game, we're fucked. Uh, that was the. That was the. But we, I think we need. Do we save it for the NFL? Maybe we save it when we're out in Vegas. But I think we do need another show division parlay that we're both going to get down on, Ryan. So maybe, maybe uh, save it for uh, the week one picks yeah, podcast. We're, we're gonna have maybe as we're talking through our final, final, final predictions, we can uh, come to some consensus. Okay. That's a good I mean, way to one, talk it the out. The one, the one long shot I like uh, for the division stuff is the Rams. Obviously, Cooper Cup reaggravating his hamstring, not great for that. But yeah, I think the price will probably be uh, a little juicier. And well. yeah, just to reiterate, like I, I think the the value of us breaking down all these off season markets is that we actually talk through pretty much every person. Yeah. So I think there, I think you should. Everyone should have a team that they're close to that they can. You know, hey guys, Friday night, uh, gonna bring some beer, pizza. We're just gonna talk about bets. <laughs> We're gonna talk through all these bets. We're gonna think about things this year. I mean, probably good for week one too. Like remind everyone not to do the same dumb shit you did last year. Like, yes, okay, you really. I've like, tried to do that with the Houston Texans. You, you really yeah. like the team, and they're getting their ass kicked halfway through. Not a great time to buy them at a discount. <laughs> Definitely don't buy them at a discount. Uh, yeah, just I would say week one's all about leaning into your offseason takes. What's the point of having a take for six months if you're not going to lean in? What I, I'd say I am pissed about the line movement with the Steelers and the Falcons because mm. the NFL pick show I won't be able to get three on both sides. But other than that, fine. Let's talk win total lock, Sean. Yeah, well, obviously Pittsburgh Steelers is one of them. Again, yeah, broken record. Do we Tomlin. double up here? Oh, okay. Yeah, we both have the Steelers over eight and a half wins. Both super high on them. I mean, you've seen it. Kenny Pickett making a jump. They still have TJ Watt. What a legit game record. Tomlin doesn't have losing seasons. This no. is just setting up for it. And they're a good organization, right? Like they just don't really bottom out. And this seems like a good opportunity. I understand the division's competitive, but super high on this Steelers team. Yeah, uh, it's got a little juicier as the season, the offseason gone on, but I, I agree. It's one of the two that we completely agreed on. The second one. Is Carolina, and you know those who have listened to all the offseason stuff will hear me talk about uh, my late night bets and my midsummer bets and uh, the bets I make when I'm in humid climates. But <laughs> one of the first bets I made on, on a completely level head, and I actually made it in Las Vegas. It was immediate fate of the Carolina Panthers, and, and I'll even give you my third lock, which is the Colts. Both rookie quarterbacks. I immediately obviously the Texans are a different animal. We like that offensive system. Bobby Slowick's bringing in, but yeah, the, the, the Colts uh, and the, the Panthers were insta fades for me. So I know you agree with Carolina. I mean, yep. Frank Reich that you can't, it's just, it's, it's best, best offensive weapon, get part of the deal. I, I, not, not this year is how I would articulate. No, I mean, I the Panthers think, and I think, the Colts, I think the fact that I was you know, listing uh, Adam Thielen as an interesting pick and yeah. could lead the Panthers. Do you offense. regret that? No, no, okay. no. I'm saying the fact that I think that's a reality shows you how bad I think this Panthers offense could be. I mean, Bryce Young doesn't look necessarily like a day one dominant guy. I think his size certainly is an issue. He's definitely getting hurt, right? Uh, he's he's a tiny man. Uh, the the whole Frank Reich thing, and again, they're in a, you know. I I just think it's going to be a lot. At seven and a half is a lot for a 
quarterback drafted a number one overall. I mean, unless he's Andrew Luck, we just haven't seen it. Because again, if you're drafting the number one quarterback, number one overall, it means your team sucks. And I don't think that's getting factored he, in enough. And Steve Wilkes had some momentum going with that team. All the momentum that he had has been pulled out of this team. People who follow the NFL who don't root for the Panthers would be hard pressed to tell you who the Panthers third string wide like starting three wide receivers. I I, I think I think this is just a depleted offensive team. We're, we're this is the narrative offseason, ready? If Bryce Young could only have some weapons around him, they could really take a step forward. Really, the you know the Panthers really need to get that dominant weapon on the outside for Bryce Young. It's just going to be these narratives about how he has no one around him. So under smash the under. Yeah. All right. So I I started to talk about the Colts. Obviously, the Jonathan Taylor news. Whatever's going on there, that that's not positive. Uh, The GM saying it has no impact on Anthony Richardson's development. That's obviously bullshit. Uh, and Anthony their, their Richardson offensive line isn't as good as it was historically. So, I, again, I I think I do like Anthony Richardson fantasy because the running stuff is legit and the rushing touchdowns, and I like it even more with An- uh, Jonathan Taylor at least out the first four games. You think up, Evan Hall is going to steal carries from Anthony Richardson? Like what are we talking out, about? Came, came with a nugget here. So if Anthony Richardson wins seven games this year, that will be more than Justin Fields won in his first two seasons. Yeah, great point. <laughs> and uh, anytime Justin you have Fields, a chance, better quarterback than Anthony Richardson. I'll say it right now. You ha- you have a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback. Uh, like, what else do you really yeah. need to say? Easy it's money. just going to be an uphill battle Easy for that money. team. So, Ryan, we have full agreement on Pittsburgh and Carolina, and I, I also like Indy. It didn't make its way into my locks. Uh, a team that I am high on, or at least relative to market. Give me the Green Bay Packers over seven and a half wins. I think they're a live dog to win the division. I think overall, Matt LaFleur is a pretty good coach. To me, the big question mark was Jordan Love. Um, but still, he looks still a question. Still a question mark. <laughs> and again, if this goes wrong, I think it is because of Jordan Love. I like some of the pieces they have around Jordan Love. I think they have, um, you know, some, I, I think their defense underrated. It's disappointed at times. I think they're in a division where they can compete, right? And you, you walk through their schedule as we did on the team preview. Uh, I, I think they've shown some nice stuff in the in the preseason. It's not like just scheming guys wide open, although they have uh, look rookie tight end Luke Musgrave. I can't shut the fuck up about that guy. Green Bay getting to eight and nine is very very doable in my mind. So yeah, I'm high on the pack. Uh, as am I. I I do think you know I was I was on a show this morning and I got asked if uh, the the Green Bay Chicago dominance is going to shift now that Aaron Rodgers is gone and I'm like I don't I don't know about that. I don't know but Bears roster not very good. Packers roster looks pretty good. I I don't mind so many win totals in that six and a half, seven and a half range. Um I think I you know a, a lot of picks we agree on here honestly. Uh so you've given out three. Yes. I, I've given out three. My fourth Surprised this wasn't on your list, but give me the San Francisco 49ers under yeah, 10 and a no, half. No, I mean it it was it was tough getting it down to the locks, and I saw you already had it in your sheet, so I figured we'd get to it. But yeah, I'm with you one hundred percent. I'm surprised that I hadn't seen you troll a uh, friend of the program, Katie Mox, in the in the text thread yet about Nick Bosa, but is he getting signed? What's going on now? Oh, no, I, now I the did. Niners are rushing to get it done. <laughs> Not worried. I, I don't know. It it hasn't been done yet. What what's happening here? I mean the the 49ers right now their GM would uh, fuck up a wet dream as my high school football coach mm-hmm. used to say. That's Nick, why we call him the welcome mat. Nick Bosa, that's the easiest deal to get done. Hey, you're you're the best defensive <laughs> player, so we'll just pay you the most out of yeah. all defensive we'll, players. We'll reset the market. I, that's a very easy deal to get done. Yeah. Now, uh, unloading Trey Lance for a fourth round pick. Actually, I think at that point that was a decent, uh, considering how bad you fucked uh, that up. It's the whole you wait till after six p.m. <laughs> to call Jerry because he might be on his meds. I mean, it's like if you drove your Ferrari into a street pole mm. and then you got a decent price for the rear view mirror you sold on eBay. It's hard <laughs> to it's hard to really congratulate you. But uh, yeah, I think you got above market value for the Trey Lance trade. But still, willfully driving your a brand new Ferrari. Into a street pole, uh, I I'm not gonna give you that much credit. I'm with you. I I think the defense is still gonna be good. They have Christian McCaffrey. As much as I want to be completely out on, they have a good roster. The Purdy arm soreness. 
I, I think we haven't even talked that much. Like, there's wait, his arms are already sore. Oh yeah, he's been <laughs> dealing. I predicted that was going to be the story after week one. I'm sorry, my bad. Foreshadowed too quickly. I look, it, we nailed it right, and and the reason I invested in Sam Darnold to win some stuff is is the idea there, that there's this just a great been team, some like they've been load managing his the number of his throws in training camp. Yeah, to I, me that's like red flag. There's just bad vibes on this team. Right Why now. 49ers quarterback is taking fewer reps at practice this week? This was yesterday. I mean, dude, he is the, he was the last pick of the draft, and you got to get him ready. And he's coming off a crazy injury. It's a crazy injury for a reason. I mean, we had early thoughts that he might miss the entire this entire season. So I guess, in one sense, hats off to him. But in another sense, like, is that something you can really rely on? At some point, you need the quarterback to be productive and yeah, reliable. Look, they're, they're probably a ten-win team, but I yeah. just it's hard to. It it seems like what the coaches are saying. They're calling it deloading. <laughs> <laughs> Everything here is we'll like. Have to know when to come. Sorry, I'm just the idea of deloading. I I got a different visual. Well, and he's an Iowa guy. Are, are we sure this? They're not bracing for a suspension coming. Uh, maybe some seven dollar and eighty cent parlays put in. Yeah, I I think just every and just what Shanahan was saying, right? Like read between the lines. What what did he say about how happy he was about seeing the Eagles at the end of the year, not the beginning of the year? This team's gonna start slow, and I I actually think if you like their over in the win total market, you wait because I, you know, could the Niners end up starting like three and four or something weird like that, and then going on a little bit of a run again? Sure. Uh, so maybe you buy in a little bit later, but I'm give me the under 10 and a half wins. I do not see them as a 11, 12 win team. NC street news uh, is chirping at me saying Eagles lost seven starters on defense and two coordinators <laughs> yet. Somehow they think they will oh. be better. Uh, and then I corrected him saying we didn't lose seven starters on defense. He said, my bad five starters from the defense. Uh, and then he's, uh, and then uh, <laughs> he's, he's mad at me for uh, not be uh, for not explaining myself better in the chat. I'm hosting oh, the show, NC yeah. Street News. Come on, I know who the Eagles lost. Yes, they lost. Jesus, uh, we, you're you're doing. They it lost again. Javon Hargrave. Sean, the lion doesn't concern himself with the sheep. You're right. He sounds like a uh, <laughs> he's a sheep. Oh, and, and he's just he just revealed himself as a Cowboys fan. Oh my God, yeah, they, they're they're coming hard this year. <laughs> oh wait, don't don't. They always like that. they always feel <laughs> they always they always are the chirpiest uh, in the preseason. Can I, can I forget I, the annual tradition of. Cowboys heads like um, you know like prairie dogs they putting see, their head up. They do like our show though. That's that's the funniest. Part. No, there's some you know they're the good ones. Well, I I think they they secret like well there's a lot of self hating Cowboys fans who exactly. don't like Jerry Jones who are out on deck. We're projecting for them. Yeah, they're so, they're waiting for a, a, a you know Jerry to die, them to get a a, a higher level quarterback, and oh then yeah. they'll be wait they'll Trey, be really all Trey, they're waiting for Trey Lance to develop. <laughs> uh, I the one thing I'll say the one other thing I'll say. There really hasn't been a ton of talk about Bobby Slowick leaving this staff. Oh, okay. And, and no, that's the joke. D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, is he chopped liver? Yeah. We're just gonna have someone else. Steve Wilkes, which by the way, we did write down. We like Steve Wilkes, yeah, leader of men. Uh, but yeah, you know, D'Amico Ryan's got the job in Houston for a reason. So maybe Steve. Will, I, I do like Steve Wilkes. So it's kind of hard to make this argument. But he at least vacated something. All right. So what's I, your fourth I've one? I've given. Uh, You've given, given three. Out Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Green Bay, and Carolina. Save the best for last. Oh wait, no, I didn't give out Tennessee. No, Sorry. you didn't give out Tennessee. Oh my you god, you ruined the best. Now it's okay. not, now it can't be last. No, it can be because I'll give out Detroit under oh. nine and a half wins. They're the Detroit Lions. I think that is a great place to start. I I am not sold on them completely fixing their defense. I know they believe they upgraded their defense. I don't see it yet. I think the. The, the NFC North is kind of kind of be a weird division that it'll be competitive, but I think the Lions are going to get boxed out. I don't think they fixed their defense. I think Jared Goff is set to turn the ball over a, a bunch of times. I think he's kind of interesting in fantasy because again, I think they're going to be playing from behind and they're in a dome. So I, I think he's interesting as like a dark horse fantasy guy. Maybe in a managed league, you're picking him up um, as your, as like a tenth, you know, bottom of the, the bottom QB one. I think. But really, what I'm feel confident on is that this is not a dominant defense. This isn't a division-winning defense, and so for that, I have to be out on the Detroit Lions. They also, I just don't think you can have that bad of a start to the season, flip the switch, and be completely fixed. Yeah, yeah they beat that Green Bay team, but I don't think that's 
I, I just don't, oh man. I don't see. It was a two seasons. It's you easy look at, you to look get. At, it's look. easy to get those wins when you have nothing to lose, yeah. and that's where the lines were. I don't believe the lines get it done with the expectations that are being put on the lines. Well, I mean that's that's the tough part of being the no one believes in us coach, because unless you're Kirby Smart and you can somehow convince your back-to-back national championship team that no one believes in you, it, it, it eventually it stops having the same kind of bang. And I think really you just got to zoom in, look at how the Lions were. The Lions had a great stretch and a bad stretch. So, yes. uh, the, to to think they're all of a sudden going to be the, this consistent team that's going to get it done uh, at the end of games and it's looking every at week. The, the, the franchise level. And yeah, I mean, all right, cool. If we're wrong about Detroit, I'll say, I'm sorry and move on. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jared, come on. You're also betting on Jared Goff uh, Ascension too. I don't think that happens. Yes. All right. Number five, obviously I'm, I'm going to come in here with a Falcons take. Give me the Falcons over <laughs> eight and a half wins. Arthur Smith again, reminding everyone when you turn on the TV and you see that mustache, don't be alarmed. But he did warn everyone; it's not for it's everyone. It's a lifestyle choice. Lifestyle choice, and so is their their ability to run the ball. Obviously, I think maybe my favorite bet of the offseason. I have been told by cousin Mush the price has has come down to fifty to one. We're moving markets because Tyler <laughs> Algier is still in the building. Bijan obviously fun. We got alphas all over the place. Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Cordero Patterson, a weapon. Yeah, uh, over eight and a half wins, Sean. They're, this they're this opened division. at seven and a half, right? Are you trying to you just trying to throw some shade on my my pick? No, no, no. I'm saying oh, I'm sure you were, you take I'm that sure horrible you, number. You've been on the over. I was actually pointing out. I'm sure you oh, gave out the CLV. Oh, even better. Of, yeah. Well, I, I don't like to seven do that and a half. because we're living in the present and no one can go back in time and bet that seven and a half, Sean. But I will say, did, it, did, had had was anyone else on the Falcons before me? Um, I started last off season. So. We did do the way too early NFL win totals. I I don't share your Falcons love. Uh, huh? Fading the Falcons, uh, I didn't feel strong enough to add it into my locks. The for me, really? for me, the lock of all locks is the Tennessee Titans over seven and a half wins. I I I just think this team is a veteran team, a win now team in a division where Mike Vrabel is playing four games against rookie head coaches and rookie quarterbacks. I think they can hang with Jacksonville. We've walked through their schedule in the team preview. I think it's very winnable. I think they have a pretty high ceiling if things break right. And I don't think it's priced into the market for their, you know, them to win the AFC, them to win the division. I, I think them to be the number one seed Tajay Spears. We've seen, they have depth behind Derek Henry, bringing in Deandre Hopkins. That's a win now move. And that defense the defense is always coached up well by Mike Vrabel and and Mike Vrabel with the exception of last year where he's seven and 10, every other year he's gone over the seven and a half wins. And last year was truly everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. You forget. He almost beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville with Josh Dobbs, a noted astronaut. Like they had no, no, no. He's not not yet an astronaut, but soon he will be in space at some point. Brian, he's that smart. Brian, how bad did Malik Willis look last year? Pretty bad. And yet in Kansas City, yep. they took the Kansas City Chiefs to overtime with Malik Willis. Yep. I, I just think some of those games are going to break right for them this year. And even Malik Willis, like Malik Willis looks notably improved. If Tannehill does have to miss a couple games, I don't think it's quite the disaster it was last year. So there's just a lot of scenarios where this Titans team gets to eight wins. Give me the over yeah, seven and a half. Disagree. I think Tannehill gets hurt. It's a disaster. But I agree. I like not, the Titans. I, I I would say not as bad as last year. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, Malik Willis apparently took big steps, and I, I looked back. I mean, he beat out Will I, Ryan. Even uh, again, I'm breaking down preseason uh, training yeah, camp film. Obviously. I'm following the beat reporters, but even if you didn't, just the fact that they drafted Will Levis and he beat out Will Levis, I think is a good sign. Because there was talk when they drafted Will Levis, the the rumors were that they were going to cut Malik Wills. Right? It's weird the Kentucky stands out there really went quiet. They came at me with my. There's they, no mayo being sold in. Uh, yeah, they didn't the like Tennessee my. Stadium. They didn't like my takes, and uh, you know here we are. Ryan, I think we should. Uh, you you gave out your five, correct? Correct. 
I think we're going to add a bonus six to the uh, cowboy fan in the chat. And what that's you, what, under oh. nine and a half on the Dallas Cowboys. Lock it up. Although they what, are a decent. What are you, why are you worried? They're just like, no, honestly, just, they I have these, they have it. these big muscle cars. Maybe it's a nice truck with some Chrome all over truck. Nuts. And for some reason they installed a rear view mirror larger <laughs> than their windshield. These guys are yeah. just looking backwards. Break out the VCR, guys. Gonna watch some playoff highlights I, from the Cowboys. Look, I I deal in in actual reality in this realm, <laughs> and when I see first coach to be fired, Mark, yeah, it, it's smoking my weed. Mike McCarthy's at the top. I look, again, and and when every time, what what do we ask every Cowboys fan? How you feeling about Dak? How many say I'm stoked? This is their year. Not many. So when you guys figure out that internal uh, dilemma, we can have a real conversation. Until then, uh, yeah, you guys are gonna suck this year. Starts week one, bitches. Oh my god! And J- you know what? Jalen Hyatt wearing thirteen, so y'all might have some uh, some memories of a great moment that happened once within thirteen. Those filthy Cowboys. All right. So we're good. So six lock Cowboys under. Yep. Add Buck that them. on. I mean, look, it's not that we hate the Cowboys. It's just so easy to bet against them. They're so they're lovable losers. They are lovable losers. Hey, have you signed up for Underdog Fantasy yet? What are you waiting for? The, uh, Underdog Fantasy, so fun. Ryan just alerted me. They have their, um, they obviously have Best Ball Mania for $15 million up for grabs, $3 million to first place. They also have the weekly winners format, which I think is a really, a really cool format. Essentially, you draft your best ball team. And then they give out prizes every single week, so it's kind of best ball, kind of DFS. Uh, so it's it's a really cool idea. And Ryan pointed out to me there's going to be a massive overlay. I think it's only what like seventy eight percent filled. Uh, we're sitting on seventy eight percent filled, which there's no. I mean, we're we're down to what? Yeah, not it's not, not gonna, less than a week. The weekly winners is not going to fill. There's going to be a massive overlay, so a uh, perfect time to get in there. And then adding to your uh, plus EV. The 100% deposit bonus up to $100 promo code SGPN and the uh, the pick'em is super fun, higher lower, uh, very. I mean, there's just such a good. Um, there's just so much. They, they even have I, again. I keep I keep mentioning it, but Jalen Hurts over a half rushing touchdowns week one against the New England Patriots. Higher all day on that. Even if you're a Jalen Hurts hater. The, he is their goal line back. They do get him some rushing touchdowns. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Perfect transition to my MVP bet. Jalen Hurts, 11 to 1. Uh, you can get that over on DraftKings, code SGP. Or if you're in Vegas, uh, I put it in for my uh, buddy, the co host of the Dired Eagles podcast. Circa was hanging it at 14 to 1, which I obviously get that extra plus yep. 300. Kramer, I'm assuming you're going to be uh, making a homer play as well here. Uh, no apologies this year. Last time I went full uh, full Homer was before this podcast was a show, I believe. Daniel Jones, aka Dan Jones, aka Danny Dimes, aka Vanilla Vic, aka DJ, because that's what his teammates call him. Seventy-five to one out of the circa. I smashed a ridiculous amount of money on it while we were out there. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, again, Sean, ask me how many quarterbacks in the NFL had more carries inside the five, the 10, two. I didn't wait for you to ask me, but only two. The, the te- a double digit rushing touchdowns is part of the formula. And but, the, but then, doesn't the fact that Jalen Hurts did that last year and didn't get the MVP, doesn't that hurt your case there? Uh, do you want. No, I I don't I think again I don't think it matters. I think you're talking about a guy that the media would love to explode on. He was mistreated by the previous regime. He got his con- money. He's playing with confidence. Uh, uh, the New York media sucking Daniel Jones off is definitely part and of it. Imagine the he does it in a year where our hero is watching <laughs> from the other locker room. Or uh, I'll Can tell I you this, I certainly like it better than uh Trey Lance 50 to 1. MVP. Is he still at fifty? Which one? people were giving out. I, As, do you think his odds should go down on the Cowboys? <laughs> I mean, it's a clearer path to starting. It, uh, it, he probably has a better shot. In the chat, we should. Uh, oh, and by the way, I meant to bring this up earlier, but Earl James had a just an excellent line about the Cowboys' offensive line. Sean, I'm going to throw up on the screen. Ryan, breaking oh, news. Oh no, we got Don't don't br- br- brush over this. The, I mean, this just made me get a good chuckle. Uh, older than the mayo in his fridge. Concerning about the mayo in your fridge and the age of the Cowboys' offensive line. Yes, or or was is he, mayo something you put? O- that's old. 
I don't think you want mayo getting old. Mm, it's just egg and. No, yeah, I think at some point it goes it bad. bad. Okay. So yeah, Ryan, breaking news: Trey Lance still listed at fifty to one. Really? <laughs> Compared to Brock Purdy, also listed fifty to one. Derek Carr, fifty to one. Uh, DraftKings has Daniel Jones, fifty to one. Kirk well, Cousins, at least he's the same at DraftKings. Fifty to one. Kenny Pickett, fifty to one. What are we doing here? I mean, these guys. Jordan Lovey is sixty to one. They're the starting quarterback. I'd like to hear. What the, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to hear what the cancel police have to say about that. Oh man, so funny. All right, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Offensive. So when we did this the first time, I was with you. I had. Um, let me see. Or actually, I don't know. You I, weren't with me. No, I was, I was leaning uh, Bryce young there, or I gave out Bryce young. I'm going to, I do think of the quarterbacks, CJ Stroud. I'm with you, Ryan. So you're yeah, on CJ Stroud, my, right? Stroud. I've been on him all year is his odds have kind of fluctuated. I think the yeah. low point was maybe seven to one. The high point, maybe 10, 10, 50 it settled in around nine 50. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're putting a guy into a system where the quarterback is supported nicely and should provide him a good path to kind of put up counting stats and and who knows if the defense is right and and D'Amico Ryan's is a dog, may, maybe this team wins some games and it, with a weakish schedule. So, yeah, I think to me the path for him to be the guy who's going to produce right away made sense. And so, I, especially when I'm I'm view this was purely like Bryce Young. Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud. I'm picking one. It's CJ Stroud. Clearly the yeah. fact that his odds are the longest. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm with you of the quarterbacks. I, I would probably go Stroud uh, there just cause I think rich and, but maybe Richardson gets there with the running stuff. Bryce young. I'm kind of, if they win two games, like it's not yeah. fantasy. He's got, he's got to win some games. Yeah. I, I'm with you there. I'm going to just throw a dart here. Uh, falling, falling, falling for the preseason hype, but yes, I mean we saw it last year where Brock Purdy came in late, went on a bit of a run, was in the mix for offensive rookie of the year, didn't play enough games, but again Jimmy G, it's been a while since he played an entire season. Oh. Aiden O'Connell throwing darts there at seventy-five to one, again a little bit of a long shot. I there was nothing else as far as current price that Stetson I really Bennett, liked. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, I think with some of these, you it's okay to not get crazy because I don't know. I was I, I I went through this exercise mostly to pick winners, but I I think I think eight. I mean Jimmy G, not playing games this year. I like the way that Aiden O'Connell looks on and off the field. No, I mean, and, he, and he, he's I, got an interesting. I put look. a I put a big fade on Raiders in general, so maybe I'm hedging my bet here a little bit because mm. he did look. Oh no, he did look decent. So first you're taking even money now you're. Now you're hedging on a, a Raiders fade. <laughs> Rookie of the year on the defensive side. Uh let's keep it in Houston. Will Anderson. Uh he he was the best pass rusher in college. He th- the people that are like, oh, right, right, right. there's other, you know, you gotta get the length, you gotta get the measurables. He why would he fall? Long yeah, I don't know. I mean cocks. they they traded they traded up to go get him. That's how much D'Amico Ryan's wanted him because he looks like he's gonna be a dog. This is a counting stat award. It's rarely going to cornerbacks unless you are absolutely spectacular like Sauce. Um, I think also playing in New York probably helped Sauce. So yeah, Will Anderson to me is going to pop. And I think when this team surprises some people, a little uh, what what would they call it? Uh, a twofer at the award ceremony. Mm. I mean, th- sure, it's not a playoffs, but uh, getting two awards is probably huge for the Houston Texans as a franchise. Yeah, I mean that's a, the Jets pulled that off last year. Uh, yeah. For me, Ryan, I gave out Joey Porter Jr. at twenty-five to one. He's still twenty-five to one. I still like that for the Steelers, a uh, cornerback there. I think he could create some turnovers because there's other guys around him. You know, your Minka Fitzpatrick's, even your Patrick Petersons. That maybe they're going to try the rookie, and he he racks up a couple, uh, some interceptions. Pittsburgh pretty good pass rush, so I like that case for him. But I'm gonna make a late swap here and add on oh. Nolan Smith. I know I've been hyping up Jalen Carter, and I think Jalen Carter has has a good season. I just think from the defensive tackle position, it's tough to uh, get the recognition, get the sacks. Again, he's only seven to one. I'm gonna take a shot here on Nolan Smith at twenty two to one. He has looked uh, really good coming off the edge. And what really sold me on this was that the Eagles. Agreed to let Derek Barnett pursue a trade. So the fact that the Eagles are letting Derek Barnett pursue a trade, that means they've seen a lot of good stuff out of Nolan Smith. 
and that he is going to see a lot of playing time. They basically said, Hey, Derek Barnett, if you want to try and get a trade to a place where you're going to get more playing time, go for it. Wow. And that no means, loyalty. What? No, that's actually being very loyal to your guy, giving him a hey, you get the fuck out of the- here. No, he's he get the fuck out of here. We got this young dog who hasn't earned his stripes about? yet. He asked for the trade and they obliged because they know what they got in Nolan Smith coming off the edge. Give me Nolan Smith, a uh, defensive rookie of the year, 22 to one. All these young dogs without stripes, no O's in their name. How oh. would they have stripes? They're rookies. Exactly. Exactly. Just pushing vets to the side. I don't like any of this. Culture is dying in Philly. Player of the year. I, I think I flirted with the idea of Garrett Wilson uh, and just kind of alphaing in New offensive York. Offensive player of the year. Sorry, offensive player of the year. But I, 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 I decided to stick with the guy I've been giving out all off season because his odds are still they, they were as high as sixty to one, currently fifty to one. Austin Eckler, offensive player of the year. He's a fantasy analyst. He understands uh, what it would mean to score all those touchdowns. He's predicted, I believe, twenty five plus touchdowns. If he scores twenty five plus touchdowns. It's hard to not see him in the conversation with those alpha receivers. Uh, lately, this has been an award that has not been going to quarterbacks, but been going to like the top skill position guy. And so I think if it comes down to accounting competition at the touchdown stat category, well, I don't understand why Austin Eckler is down here at 50 to 1. So, yeah, no, kind of an odds bet, but also could I see Austin Eckler winning this? I mean, he was the host of the Zoom call for the running backs as well. So, real figurehead. <laughs> what better way to get, get the message out? Yeah, you could get up on stage and just kind of give a give a two-minute speech about the running back. Yeah, Ryan, to your point, last time a uh, offensive player of the year won uh was Patrick Mahomes uh in 2018. After that, it was Michael Thomas, Derrick yeah. Henry, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. It kind of seems to be, especially three out of the last four years, that wide receiver who goes off and has that amazing year, and then their quarterback. Um, although I, uh, you know, a lot of times ends up getting the MVP or at least in the mix. Uh, actually, no, sorry, I, I was looking at uh, different years there. But yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson, uh, Cooper Cup, I, Michael Thomas, I think AJ Brown. What we saw out of him last year is certainly capable of having that kind of insane bonkers year. I think the argument against it is. He's also competing with Devonta Smith, who would be a number one quarterback on a lot of teams. Receiver. I think uh, the counter to that was like, look at his numbers last year. Now you give another year in the offense, another year with Jalen Hurts, who continues to get better as a passer, and uh, you look at the the fourth quarter numbers weren't that great for AJ Brown, the Devonta Smith, or Jalen Hurts because they weren't throwing that ball uh, that much. So. In a world where maybe they have to throw a little bit more this year, where the games are a little bit more competitive, they need more out of the passing game. I think he could really kind of uh, take take it up another notch and get those numbers. And also, it's not a it's not a award that usually goes to the same guy back to back years. I mean, even looking at uh, you'd have to go back to two thousand two thousand one. Marshall Falk won it back to back years. So maybe if we take Justin Jefferson out of that. There's not a lot of guys up there in that elite echelon of receivers. Fifty to one feels like a pretty good price for AJ Brown, offensive player. Not not a bad price at all. Uh, breaking news, Sean. Apparently, we're uh, getting close. Nick Bosa almost going to sign a deal. Four million, uh, according <laughs> to our insider Nick Fortune, four million dollars away from signing that deal. Perfect time to talk about defensive player of the year. Uh, again, I filled this card out with uh, with the intention of saying this is who's going to win, and boy, T.J. Watt at nine to one. I know I'm getting chalky here with this pick, but he stays healthy. Oh yeah, and the Steelers team does what we think they're going to do. Uh, love this price at nine to one. I mean, that's what what are we talking here? Like thirty two point dog? Nah, maybe a little bit less than that. Maybe a twenty four point dog, nine to one. Uh, T.J. Watt, defensive player of the year. Let's go. Yes, I I like that as well. It's crazy I, to go back and look at when the Watt brothers were drafted. Like, how did they <laughs> fuck that up twice? Yeah, I test. Like, what what else are you watching? Uh, Aaron Donald for me, twenty five to one. I, the the narrative is there. It's the it's the vet has one last really good year in the tank. I mean, again, I know he's getting uh, older, but he's have you watched videos of Aaron Donald with his shirt off? Like the guy is oh. insanely what? ripped, and also too like. <laughs> 
Relax, Sean. Jesus. Defensive player of the year. They don't necessarily have to have a a ton of wins um, to get there. I, I, they'll make exceptions for elite seasons, and you know, Aaron Donald having putting up some insane numbers. I think certainly in the in the realm of possibility, and I love that price. Yeah, twenty five to one, and already having won it is like in this. This is the only award where it helps you win it again. Um, and Donald's won it a bunch, so you want to you you might as well just go ahead with your comeback player of the year. Since oh, comeback player of the year, <laughs> <laughs> you could throw away money by betting on other things, or you could load up on Demar Hamlin at minus two eighty five and just win the surest of sure things. The guy died on the field. Mm-hmm. He came back from death. Mm-hmm. And he is going to keep playing football for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills play the Bengals this season. Can you imagine the hype and celebration when Demar Hamlin comes out of that tunnel? It's going to be electric. They may as well give him that the Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, the award right then. Basic. Who votes on this? The media. You think the media can relate more to a guy who had his heart stop and then came back to life on the field? Or a guy who had cancer, John Mechie, twenty-eight to one. Sean, much more relatable comeback story. Uh, in fact, a lot of the media members probably can relate directly. Uh, maybe a family member, maybe a friend, has recovered from cancer. So uh, didn't realize, didn't didn't expect to wake up today and uh, see Sean stacking the money green. Anti-cancer survivors, no, but I'm, John I'm Mechie, pro-cancer survivor. John, Two oh, and against not, cancer. Sounds like you're going with the guy who died on the field, not the <laughs> cancer survivor. Yeah, because John, that's the guy who's going to win. What? Again, you, you had to pick one. Gun was to your head, proverbially. <laughs> John Mechie the third, twenty-eight to one. Again, now if you're counting at home, that is three awards for the. T- they are they are the bell of the ball at the uh, the awards ceremony tonight. <laughs> are you going to give him coach of the year, Ryan? Mm, yes, I am. Oh wow, God. what a sweep by the! I mean, no defensive player of the year, uh, no MVP, uh, no offensive player of the year. But boy, what a, what a night for the Houston Texans! Still not in the playoffs, oh, but week uh, one's gonna be tough, right? <laughs> week one's gonna be tough. Look, if things go well, D'Amico Ryan's twenty-five to one. It, come on, it's a narrative thing. It's a improvement thing. There's a lot of reasons as to why the bar is lower here with D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, the the most difficult part will be getting those wins, I think. But <laughs> you like that there. But if I'm if I'm parlaying, right, if they can get just get over the getting the wins. If thing. I'm parlaying all these things together, and I think C.J. Stroud's going to work in that easy to operate offense, and they have some weapons. Uh, you like Damian Pierce, right? Uh, we I like John Mechie. I love Robert Woods. We like Nico Collins. We're getting excited. Quentin Tarantino is their tight end. Remember, he's going to be fun to bet on uh, first touchdowns, or maybe it's Guantanamo Bay. I forget what Col- one of Colby's hilarious nicknames. But yeah, D'Amico Ryan's twenty-five to one. It's a fun one. I also like yours, but I didn't want to copy. Mike Vrabel, thirty-five to one coach of the year. Again, they were seven and ten last year. If they can get to eleven wins, twelve wins, get into the playoffs, make a little bit of a run. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe it's because of. Um, you know, maybe it's because of Tannehill having an MVP season. It, more likely, if they get in and and you know increase their win total, most improved uh, win market. Which I also like them in there. I think it's a combination of like Tannehill playing decent, Derrick Henry having a pretty good year, DeAndre Hopkins having a pretty good year. Alpha, the defense, alpha, alpha. So I think they they would end up splitting the credit, and then thereby would go to Mike Vrabel, thirty-five to one. I think. Is a very good coach, yep. well respected in the media, well respected in NFL circles. So I think that's going to uh, be a nice slate for them. It's the whole like, and you know, uh, he once said he would cut off his dick for a Super Bowl. I, I do feel like we're the only ones who keep bringing that up. Really? Right? I don't know if the mainstream media they're not keeps talking mentioning. about it. <laughs> I mean, I, it's 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 in my frontal Removing lobe. Removing his times. manhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's the ultimate coaching moment. I there's not a coach in the NFL that has uh, usurped him in terms of his dedication to his no, craft. No, certainly not. All right, well done, Sean. I in in fact, so well done. We have a little summary here. Let's take a look. Oh my goodness, look at all those well, picks. Yeah, the the did sheet was made it? before oh, I did. swapped uh, Nolan. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. Late swap. Sean realized he wasn't being a big enough homer. Uh, my favorite pick on the board. Yes, all those Houston awards. I love yeah. it. All. It's just so much fun. All right, you should see if they let if they can let you parlay those, right? Oh wow, a full Houston Texans all the way to yeah. the finish line. All right, moving along. 
let's just talk through the playoffs, right? Sure. We gave out the win losses. Like we said, yep. we were accountable. Sean, your final. We'll walk around the uh, divisions. Okay. AFC East, of course, who can forget? You have the Jets winning the division. Yep. You have the Dolphins entering as a wild card, the six seed. The Jets will be the three seed. Uh, you then, yeah, this will be the best way to do this. Uh, I'll just go down the seeds, actually. One seed for you, the Pittsburgh Steelers winning the North, which I love it. I, I fucking love it. Uh, you also have the Bengals coming out of the North as the five seed. Uh, the two seed Tennessee Titans, very high on them. 12 and five, Sean. That is, uh, I can't imagine too many people out in the wild are predicting that. Uh, only division uh, maker from their division. No surprise there. You then, the three seed New York Jets, as I said, winning the East. And then the Dolphins, who they would play in the first round as the six seed. Uh oh. This is, uh, it's already getting spicy. Well, the best part is Sean did no thought about his spicy matchups no. in the playoffs. So it's very much it's organic. And then the four seed Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Holy spice. So uh, a lot of spice there. And then the last team in Los Angeles Chargers from the West Division, higher, higher than some on the Chargers. They're going to be taking on the Titans in the first round. Uh, Sean, do you care to comment on, on anything? Any. Any teams? Uh, the Bills not in your list. No, Care Bills. Bills lose a tiebreaker to the Dolphins. Just missed the playoffs. Oh, sorry, sorry, Buffalo. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I may. I, I think on Veasan, I gave out uh, Chiefs Bengals as my oh, late swap. Well, yeah, because I, I the, the the machinations just couldn't work out with the seating. Um, All right, but yeah, I mean, keep going, Ron. So, uh, Dolphins, no, no surprise here. Dolphins upset the Jets in the first round. Move. I really wanted to have the Jets having a good season and a devastating yes. end in the playoffs. It's That's a perfect, really a narrative I want to lean into. It's it's what the Jets would do in real life. So it's very good. So the the Dolphins will advance to take on the Steelers in the second round, who were the one seed. Bengals upset the Chiefs. What are you doing here? Very diabolical. <laughs> Joe Burr into the second round. Well, they'll be taking on the Titans, who discard the Chargers, who can't stop the run. I would imagine Derek Henry has a big game there. Titans, Bengals, Bengals upset the Titans. Little role reversal. Joe Burrow going on a road dog run. Steelers, of course, take down the Dolphins. Dog. Steelers, Bengals, AFC North in the conference championship, and the Bengals take down Kenny Pickett. Joe Burr back in the Super Bowl, probably going to be looking fresh uh, after winning the AFC championship. Sean, let's. Uh, should we do my AFC first? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go. One seed: Baltimore Ravens. Fuck it. Lamar, Todd Munkin. I'm all in. Zay Flowers, no. Odell, Rashad no. Bateman, no. Mark Andrew, and the boys. They get the bye. Two seed coming out of the West, the Kansas City Chiefs, who will be taking on a wild card from their own division, the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> Poor Chargers. <laughs> Poor Chargers. Uh, then we have the three seed Tennessee Titans, who win that division uh, in spite of my love of the Texans being a little bit more reasonable and responsible with that prediction. Uh, they will be taking on a wild card from the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals, the six seed. Again, leaning into a little bit of a slow start for the Bengals. Four seed Miami Dolphins. They win the AFC East and they will be taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Another wild card out of the North. So I have three playoff teams out of the North. No Buffalo Bills, no New York Jets. My comment guess what? Josh Allen <laughs> lost his brain. It's down in New Jersey. I know you're the only team that plays in New York and I could give two fucking shits about it. <laughs> wow. Brian Dable, the brain he's come down. He's now operating Daniel Jones. Good luck with your wasted ass. Josh Allen. Maybe I should say busted ass. <laughs> Josh Allen. I do like him in a fantasy style. That, that was a little too mean. All right. Steelers, they upset the Dolphins in Miami. Uh, advance to take on the Ravens in the second round. What a classic matchup that would be. Bengals advance over the Titans to take on uh oh the Kansas City Chiefs who discarded the Chargers. So I have some spicy matchups yeah, too. Divisions. I got Patrick Mahomes taking care of Joe Burrow again. Oh no! Oh, that paternity chest was a problem. Oh that's, no! Th that's going to come back. Then we have the Baltimore Ravens taking care of Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Ravens, Chiefs. Uh oh, new team wearing purple in the Super Bowl. No way, no way. Baltimore the Ravens, Ravens multiple playoff games in the Super Bowl, shocking the world, kind of. So you have the Bengals, I have the Ravens. Let's head over to the NFC. Sean, your NFC bracket, no surprise here. The Eagles winning the NFC East at thirteen and four, capturing the one seed. 
they will be taking on the winner. Well, I guess it's it's not really the winner, but the winner of the Minnesota Vikings, the wild card out of the north, and the winner of the South, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <sighs> Meanwhile, you have the pack. This is a great matchup. San Francisco 49ers, wild card out of the West, and the sixth seed taking on the Green Bay Packers, the winner of the North, and the three seed. Nice value on that division winner, Sean. Thank you. Rams take care of the West. Wow. Wowzers. Hopefully Cooper cup gets back quick. <laughs> they're taking on the Seattle. On, they're, they're taking on the Seattle Seahawks, the seven seed. So Sean, three teams coming out of the West in the playoffs, two out of the North advancing to take on the Eagles. The Minnesota Vikings upset the bucks. Uh, I would imagine the Vikings might be favored yeah. there. The regression police will be back next off season to talk about how the Vikings got lucky. Meanwhile, or uh, I said, meanwhile, too many times. San Francisco 49ers, they go down to the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, some love for those Packers, Sean. Pun intended. And the Rams, Sean McVay, a coach you hate. <laughs> he takes care of Pete Carroll. So we have Rams taking on the Packers, where the Packers get it done in Los Angeles. That will certainly be a home game yeah, for the green and yellow, the Cheeseheads. And then you have the Eagles and the Vikings. Some real historical matchups there. Who can rem- uh, forget that Tuesday night game? I, oh, yeah. I believe it was Joe Webb. That bastard. The Joe Webb experience. Eagles get it done. Eagles Packers NFC Championship game at the link. I think there might be a mistake here, but Sean has the Philadelphia Eagles. Go Birds! Uh, any so you left the Cowboys out. Uh, you left the Lions out. Yep. You left the Saints out. Yep. Care to comment? And you put the Niners in a team you hate. Care to comment? Yeah. Well, again, it, there's just the NFC isn't. There's some bad, some not as good teams are going to get in the playoffs in the NFC. I think. And, uh, but yeah, I'm looking to fade Detroit. I don't think again some of the fade on New Orleans is just the price. Like I just don't think they should be walking away with the division there. I I like the Ooh. odds of. Um, of Tampa Bay so much more. So I thought it's a little spicy to get them going in at eight and nine. All right. And the last section for me. So you have Eagles bangles. Yes. YouTube.com slash sports gaming podcast. If you want to see the full grid or uh, the Patreon sheets, check those out. Got all Mm. the picks. It is pretty. There's colors. Uh, We got all sorts of uh, grids, legends, uh, everything you love, conditional formatting. Um, references to other sheets, concatenation. We, I can go all day, baby. Fans, fans have been asking, where can we get more conditional formatting, please? Now, if you ever thought, uh, was I going to look at a concatenated cell today? Yes, you are. So, if you uh, thought Ryan was going to half-ass a spreadsheet, no, you have, no, you fuck just off, barking up the just wrong fuck tree. off. All right, for me, uh, I don't know how I did this, Sean, but confidently picked the Giants to win twelve games, number one seed in the <laughs> NFC. Holy shit! Sound the alarms. Um, Yes, the, remember, people, I'm the homer. You are the homer most years, but not this year. <laughs> Two seed Minnesota Vikings. Uh oh, regression, please. Like I said, we'll be back whoop, for another whoop. off season next year. The sequel will be better. The Vikings, uh, they'll be taking on a wild card team from their own division, the Green Bay Packers, the seven seed. Then we have the Atlanta Falcons coming out of the South, winning the division, taking on the Rams, wild card out of the West in the six seed. And then we have, uh oh. Did, did I break so, oh, the San Francisco 49ers? Don't make it. The Seattle Seahawks win that division as the four seed, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, who make it as a wild card. Don't worry, I still think Jalen Hurts is good enough to make the playoffs with, the, even though the, these dogs haven't earned their stripes yet. <laughs> uh, upset alert: Green Bay Packers take down the Vikings and head to the Meadowlands to take on the Giants in the divisional round. Falcons advance over the Rams because Arthur Smith's running game is going to be extra sick this year. To take on the Eagles in the second round and took down the Seahawks. This is a great matchup. Eagles coming to Atlanta, where the Eagles get it done on the road. Uh, that defense too much for Desmond Ritter. Meanwhile, the Giants they take down the Packers. Uh, Jordan Love, the the Cinderella story ends here, much like it did for Daniel Jones last year. But they can leave with optimism, knowing they have their guy. Giants Eagles conference championship game, and even though the Giants split in the regular season. Breaking the curse of just losing to the Eagles repeatedly. <laughs> they get it done at oh, home. Daniel yeah. Jones oh. coming off an MVP season. <laughs> they head to the Super Bowl the for homer. the Wink Martindale Bowl. Baltimore, New York. Let's crab cakes. Let's get some fucking 
pizza, get a snack. <laughs> Giants win, obviously. Eagles win for you. We went full. <laughs> oh, Fuck come you. on, that wasn't as you didn't you didn't deliver my prediction as strong. Uh, you the Philadelphia Eagles take down Joe Burr and Jalen Hurts gets his first. Yeah. Super Bowl championship for the city of brotherly love. Help to not face. I mean, just not facing Mahomes gives them a better chance. Joe Burrow's kind of a bitch. Joe Burr, no, come on, Ryan. He's not a bitch. There's plenty of quarterbacks in the NFL you can call a bitch. You I'm don't starting need to, to get annoyed Joe by Joe Burrow's posture. He stands up too straight. <laughs> I might have a yeah. It's it's a little annoying. You are so like, in, you are so in love with him to the point that he is on awesome. our on our clip. People are like, wow, you're really uh, the. Look up our Instagram and look up the Joe Burrow clip. The comments of he's Ryan good. He's good. Uh, about how much he liked Joe Burrow. <laughs> I just think the wow, you're really horny for Joe well, Burrow. I, it's it's because at first I was like, oh, so I like, I I like that like swagger, a, okay, and now I'm like, cold. It's, it's annoying. It's too much, too much swagger. NFL season is here. Let's go, baby! Countdown to kickoff is on, Ryan. We are almost there. Of course, a live week of shows from Las Vegas at the Blue Wire Studio, YouTube.com slash sports game and podcast. So you can uh, turn the notifications on because our schedule will be we're on we're we will we will be operating on Vegas time. So not What does exact, that mean? Uh you know, start times, stop times, a little uh, fluid. Uh we don't want to be completely locked in. So uh, turn on the notifications so you don't miss when we're going live. We're gonna do a full uh NFL shows out there, including Including college football picks week two, I uh, will be getting to, I, and then uh, we oh. have our last uh, best ball draft Sunday night, mm. tentatively scheduled as well. Again, turn the notifications on uh, if you want to get in the chat, which I recommend. It is, uh, it's a, uh, it's super fun in the chat, and then the Patreon. Appreciate all the support, people coming in left and right, getting a lot of good feedback on the bonus episode, the sheets, the bonuses in the contest. Sportsgamingpodcast.com/slash/patreon. Thank you for participating in the sports gaming podcast. For the Sports Gaming Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green. He's Ryan. Oh, I'm so happy for football. Kramer, let it ride.